And hello, hello, here I am. I'm Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer. You're listening to me, so you know I'm not on the radio anymore. My ass got fired a second time. To hell with that. I'm not even going there. We're doing it on the internet, podcasting. You can listen to this, and you're doing it whether you're on iTunes or lentillum.com. If you go to my webpage, you can click on the microphone. It starts playing right away. You can download it to your smartphone, whatever you want to do. I know. You're listening to it, so you figured this out, right? Um, there are lots of people who haven't. I, we're getting calls. Where are you? I miss you. I want my Len Tillum fix. We got to get them to listen on the internet. Maybe some radio shows will pick this um, station up in a while. Who knows what's going on? But in the meantime, I'm putting it out there. Here's my theory. Thank you, Kevin Costner. If I do it, they will hear. You got it? I'm putting the show out. I don't even have phones to call in. They were all taken away from me when KKSF kicked my ass off. So, yeah, the hell with them. So, we're getting the phone lines put in. It's coming. It'll be in soon enough. In the meantime, I want to keep the momentum going. We're playing calls we've had before from KGO and KKSF. The station names have been taken out, by the way. But they're topical, good calls. It's like I'm doing the show live. So, sit back and enjoy. And please, will you tell a friend? Bring some more listeners to it. And if you're listening on iTunes or you ever go to iTunes... By all means, what I need you to do is rate me. I'm worth five stars. The more ratings I get, the more publicity we'll get, the better it is. All right, so let's start this show. Here we go. Ben in Concord. How come you're calling a lawyer? How you doing, Len? Good. What's going on? Oh, I'm just calling. I have a question for you. In August 2010, I got full legal and physical custody of my daughter. Uh, Supervised visits to her mother at the time was... Uh, How old is your daughter, Ben? She was three and a half when I got full legal custody. So it's very unusual that a woman gets, you know, loses custody of her four-year-old daughter, three, you know, young daughter. What, was, what happened that she lost custody? She uh, withheld my daughter from me for 49 days, so I had to file a ex parte, and the judge basically was tired of her lies and gave her over to me. Okay, how's it working out now? Uh, it's working out good with the with the supervised visits, but the problem is, is she took my daughter to see a therapist and had her treated while I had the full custody, and she gave the therapist an old court order that said they had joint said we had joint legal custody, and the the therapist never contacted me. Wait, wait a minute. So you're calling me because you're mad that the therapist saw your daughter. You want to sue the therapist, not your ex-wife, right? How many times, wait, 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 wait. How many times did the therapist actually see your daughter? She admits to seeing my daughter a few times. Just a few. And did your ex-wife try and get you to pay for the therapy? No, the ex-wife tries to, tries to slander me and got the therapist to say that she suspects possible abuse of a child while the daughter's in my care and says my daughter appears developmentally regressed. Did your the de- therapist testify in court to that? No, she told the mediator this. I didn't even find out she was okay. seeing a therapist until April. First of all, th- there's nothing you can do. There's no point in suing the therapist to leave it alone, forget about it. You have spent so much money, I bet, on lawyers in custody. The less you have to do with lawyers, the better off you're going to be. And you haven't suffered any damages. I know you're, you're, you're hurt and you're angry, but no matter what she said to the family court mediator, you still got the kid. And, and your right. daughter hasn't suffered any damages. So she saw a shrink for three hours. You know how many hours I spent with a shrink? So, uh, you know, sometimes it helped, sometimes it didn't. I don't know if it made it worse, maybe crazier. But there's no damages. There's no harm. There's no recovery. And okay. your ex-wife gave the therapist a phony baloney court order. 
So the therapist didn't need both of you to show up at therapy, and she didn't need you to tell her about it either. You know, it's not as if every physician or therapist is required to contact both parents whenever the kid has an appointment. That's not how it works. So I thought I thought she had an obligation. Said, no, uh, no, let it go. I'm telling you, Ben. It really, um, just let it go. And and please do not badmouth your ex-wife to hum, you know to your daughter. Don't tell her what a oh, jerk. No, I don't, I don't, don't do that. Let it go. Stay calm and stay away from lawyers. You'll save a lot of money and you'll be better off. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you. I tell you, out there, you guys get so crazy around child support. I'm not even going to go there. So you know what? This is kind of fun for me. I've done radio for over 20 years. And and who can remember calls? Sometimes I'll come home, my wife will say, what kind of calls did you have today? I don't even remember. I can't remember. So I'm hearing these for the first time. And I got to tell you, I think I'm pretty good. So <laughs> Not so bad. Let's do another one. Remember, these are old calls. They've been recorded before. As soon as, soon as I get in my... um you know, technology stuff and the phone lines come in and all that stuff. I'll be able to do it, you know, with live calls. But in the meantime, we're keeping the thing going. Jack, in Milpitas, how come you're calling a lawyer? Well, my son got a DUI, settled up with the judge, spent the weekends cleaning up garbage. This last weekend, they had him go down to a homeless camp, gave the people five minutes, then send all the jail people in to throw everything out. Well, after they got done throwing these prized possessions, tents, sleeping bags, and household goods out, then they had to throw five-gallon buckets of feces out. Now, and he got it on them. No protection. A paper mask and regular cotton gloves, I don't think that's any protection. None at all. And it's dangerous to do that kind of stuff. You fool around with fecal matter. There's all kinds of coliform bacteria and things that can make you... Yeah. And, you know... He got home. He threw the clothes out, took a shower. But these homeless people... They threw out their prized possessions. There's no due process of the law there. Well, and then they send my kid in. Now, what happens if my kid comes down with something? You got a great case. Hopefully he won't, you know. Um, what happened was, was he in jail? In, you know, he got a drunk driver, and instead of going to jail, he was ordered to perform community service, right? Right, right. Okay. As part of his service, they said, clean up this homeless encampment. Um Usually I hear stories about people picking up trash on the side of the road. They should be happy they didn't have to do what your kid did. It is community service. It's not illegal. Um, If you refuse to do it, the judge can put you in jail. But if they're making him clean up human waste or needles or other hazardous waste, he should insist on appropriate safety equipment. You know, I I mean, the cop wouldn't touch you without gloves and safety equipment. Hopefully, when did this happen? This last weekend. Okay, and he didn't get stuck by any needles. He didn't break his skin or anything like that, right? I don't think so. He's got look. Ask him. Does he live with you? No, he lives with my wife. Well, check. Did he get any puncture wounds? Did he get any, you know, tear his skin? Did anything happen? If he's okay and everything's going fine, don't worry about it. But just let him know he should not be asked to clean up human waste unless there's biohazard material along. You got that? Got it. Okay, but politely to the police officers. You got it. Don't get in a fight with the cop because then they'll throw you in jail for four four days more. You know? Yep. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Watch out. You drive drunk. You know? I keep telling you, don't do it. Take a cab. You drive drunk. Can you imagine cleaning up a homeless encampment? I'm germ phobic. That would drive me crazy.
That's why I don't shake a lot of hands. Germ-phobic. I don't want you, me and Donald Trump, we got something in common. Hard to believe, isn't it? But I, I guess that's true. By the way, you know, drunk drivers, I, I love you guys. You're stupid as rocks. You're dangerous out there. But I don't know what I would do on the radio without drunk, you know, drunk drivers. The stories are unbelievable. And of course, you know how it goes. It's your troubles. We, we, who cares about your troubles? We get off on the swift voyage, right? We like stories. I like to go cluck, cluck, cluck. That guy's life stinks. I'm glad my life is better. Even though your life is pretty miserable, it's better than that guy's. He's more miserable. So you feel a little better. That's how it goes. Let's keep the calls coming. Gilroy, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Lynn. Um, I'm calling because I recently adopted my daughter and with my husband. And at the time when we went through the six-month waiting period where all the paperwork was done, the woman, our birth mother who gave birth to our baby, told us that she had no idea who the birth father was and that um, she had been raped by a stranger. And all that went through. And so they terminated his rights through putting newspaper ads out and things like that locally so so they could terminate his rights. Well, about, I think last week on like Tuesday or Wednesday, she comes over to, or well, we meet her, and uh, she brings me all these pictures and a first and a last name, a last known place of work, and all this information. And About who? About the birth father, I'm sorry. So she wasn't raped. It was her boyfriend was the father and she didn't put his name on it or something like that? Yeah, and he doesn't know. That she ever was pregnant. So are you calling me because how old is your baby girl now? She's nine months old. And you've had her for two months, right? Oh, no. We've had her since the day she left the hospital. Oh, so you've had her for nine months. Yeah. And you love her. She's your daughter, right? She's my baby. And you're terrified this this guy will show up and say, give me my daughter and, and the courts will give her back to you. Well, I just don't. I just don't know what could happen. Well, I mean, well okay. yeah, obviously that's what. First thing is, don't but. contact that guy. As far as you know, you you know you don't know who the father is. Just leave it like that. Can okay. he fight it if he finds out? I guess the mother lied to the court. You did not lie. You know no. your petition, your adoption petition. You told the truth as you knew it. The mother lied. And yeah, the biological father could argue that the adoption order is invalid because he wasn't notified of the petition. He didn't reside in the area where the notice was published, all that stuff. But wait a second. She carried your daughter for nine months. He was around. He knew she was pregnant, right? And did he ever say to her what happened to the baby? I don't think he, I think they broke, they broke up before she had, before... In order to get your daughter, to take your daughter away from you, uh-huh. he would have to petition the court to establish his paternity. And here's where mm-hmm. it gets weird. He's not married to the mother. So the court could then terminate his parental rights right there against his will, as long as it's in the best interest of the child. And the longer you have the child, you know... It'll make for more disruption of your daughter's life if she's taken away from you. Stop worrying. Enjoy your daughter. These these first three years, I remember with my daughters, they're the best years you have those kids. You know, they need you. They love you. They pay attention to you. They start to get older, you know. They forget about them. I'm talking 20. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Enjoy okay. your kid. Don't worry. Love her to pieces. Okay? So, yeah, the only thing that could go wrong would be if he somehow found out. He probably knows. Oh well, true. You know, he probably. How how old is is the adopt is the birth mother? Uh, she was thirty. 
30? And the father, how old is he? Did she tell you? Uh, no, she didn't tell me. I'm thinking by the pictures, he probably looks around 35 or 36. He doesn't want another kid. Well, how's he going to raise this kid, right? He's not even going to lawyers and fighting. Enjoy your daughter. Stop worrying and don't do anything about it. Don't start notifying people, okay? You're under okay, no obligation to do that. All right. Well, thank you. And someday, if you want, when your daughter's 18, you got it? 18? Uh-huh. You might then tell her about her birth father. Got it? Okay. Sounds good. Up to you, okay? Thank right, you. Well, Stop thank worrying. You. Enjoy your baby. So, you know, we're doing a full show, but if you notice, they run 35 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. We're doing about five, six calls. It's a regular show. Topics change. But no commercials, no news, no waiting around. It's like you got a DVD, DVR recorder. You know, you're zipping, you're time shifting, shifting through the commercials. Free radio, the lawyer's giving it away. No commercials, no nothing. Here we go. Dave in Fairfield, why are you calling a lawyer? Hey, Lynn, I love the show. I listen every day. Thank you. What's going on? I work for a large uh, clothing retailer, and a employee that I've worked with for years has been being harassed by our regional manager for ever since he's came around. Uh, well, what's the regional manager doing to the employee? Well, ultimately, she has asked for accommodations because she takes public transit from one town to another to work. So on holidays, when the buses doesn't run, she has no way to get here. And he gets mad that we make accommodations for that. Is she a good worker? Oh, it's greatest, the best. And you're, you're the manager of this store, so what does he care? I'm one of the managers. Right, so you got a good worker, you help her out, what's the big deal? Well, see, now he's doing the schedule, and he basically is messing with, you know, basically trying to schedule her on the day she doesn't come to work. She can't get to work. Well, it culminated a couple weeks ago because she had happened to borrow her mother's car, and he followed her on the freeway. What, is he stalking her? What do you mean he followed her? He followed her on the freeway, I guess, as a pissing contest to show her, I know you drive, I know you don't take the bus every day, so I'm going to schedule you whenever I need to. What a weird guy. Oh, a yeah. power. Well, and we've been dealing with him for almost two years now. Yeah, he's a creepy guy no matter what he does, right? Yeah. We filed a complaint, or she filed a complaint. Of course, I helped her write it with uh, the company. And, you know, we were both, <laughs> we both spoke to the actual, you know, human resources VP for about an hour. Mm -hmm. And last week, a vice president of the company comes, of the, comes to our stores and basically is saying we can kind of leave everything as it is, but he'll try to keep, you know, the regional's involvement at the location, you know, as minimal as possible. Or, if we want, they're offering me a month severance pay and her three months severance pay if we, were, if we wanted to just walk away. But ultimately, nothing happens to him. Now, wait a second. They said they're going to keep him away from you, right? Well, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to keep him away from us because basically we're going to be... There's two locations in the same complex. We'll be working at the smaller location and reporting to the manager of the bigger location, but the, that manager is the regional manager's best friend. Look, g give it a shot. First of all, I'm not so sure they've broken any laws here. Look at it. Your employee, you're the manager, filed a complaint. The person she complained about no longer supervises her, right? Oh, no. Well, he's officially he's still our regional manager. Is he going to have less to do with her or more to do with her? Well, hopefully less. But, of course, it's, a, it's just a whole uncomfortable situation. And so my question was, am I better off t 
to take the severance and walk. No, they, first of all, they, jobs are hard to find. They flat out said, you know, that they won't fight for unemployment if we wanted to go for unemployment. They put it in writing. Dave, how long have you worked for this place? Um, uh, for many years. You like it, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I used to love it. Keep your job for a while. Let me explain something. Harassment claims against an employer are really based on the employer's failure to deal with an employee complaint about harassment in a timely and reasonable manner. It sounds to me like they're dealing with it. You know, um, are they willing to shuffle your job around so you don't have to work under this guy, that regional manager? We'll still have to work under him, but for me to basically not have to work like directly with him more, I would have to basically take a small pay cut and go to a different location. Stay work. When, when you say harassment, you know, it's not against the law to be a jerk. It's against the law to say, hey, baby, you know, take off your clothes or you'll lose your job, stuff like that, or comment on a woman's body. That you can't do. That's harassment, sexual harassment. But being a horse's ass ain't no law against that. You know what I mean? So keep your job. Don't quit. Stay away from lawyers. One month severance pay won't look very good 31 days from now yeah. when you don't have work. You know what I mean? Yeah, I tell you. Stay with your job. Kiss a little ass. Get along. Don't worry about it. Call me back in a few months if the problems are going on. Don't quit and tell her not to quit. You got it, Lynn. And keep thank a you di- very much. Love and the show. Thank you. Keep a diary. If this jerk starts doing things, stay calm. Oh, write it down. We've already started the whole log. Right. By the way, being a jerk is not harassment. You understand? So Everybody's allowed to be a jerk, huh? It's, it's probably enshrined in the Constitution of the United <laughs> States. You got it? Yeah, you got a constitutional right to be a horse's rear end, right? Uh, especially if you're a Republican. <laughs> I can say that now, in my humble opinion, you know? By the way, it makes me crazy. I lay awake at night and I'm thinking, my God, there must be so many people with terrible problems wanting to call in and there's no way they can call in. What can I tell you? We're getting the phones put in. You'll be able to call in. In the meantime, enjoy these calls. I am. Here's another one. Kevin in San Carlos. How come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Len. Thanks for taking my call. I have a question because my former employee owes me over $3,000 in unpaid wages. Employee or employer? Um, he was the owner. And he I'm, was your boss. Right. Yeah. Okay. Your former employer owes you three grand in unpaid wages? Correct. Did you quit? Did you get fired? What happened? Uh, they actually went out of business, so uh, he's like, it was last November, they were going out of business, so in October, I was like, hey, <laughs> this is getting out of control. Yeah. When did you stop working there? Uh, October 1st, 2010. Oh, October 1st, 2010. You know, you should have called me six months ago. You could have filed a complaint with the Labor Board, the Division of Labor Standards Enforcement. Uh, if a boss doesn't pay you within six months of the date you stopped working there... Uh, the labor board will help you for free. Now, the six months has passed, you're going to have to sue the former employer in small claims court. Mm-hmm. How much do you does the guy owe you? Uh, roughly three grand, about 3100 Okay. I would sue him for the 3100 and your employer had three days to give you your final paycheck. When you quit, you get th- you, if you're fired, you've got to get your paycheck that day or there are penalties to the boss. When you quit, your boss has to give you your paycheck within three days. And since they didn't do it, if you decide to sue them in small claims court, they can be made to pay you an additional month of ordinary wages. Your boss went bankrupt, belly up, you know? Yeah. Does he got any money? No. <laughs> oh, he's got nothing, right? He's got a couple kids. Yeah, he's got this whole sob story every time. I'm like, hey, how about make small payments, you know, cash, whatever. So if and you sue him, you're a nice guy. This guy had, a, you know, he was a good boss when you had him, right? 
Eh, nah, he was a jerk. <laughs> All right. So the point is, if you sue him in small claims court, what are you going to collect if he's got nothing? Exactly. That's why I was wondering. I just want my money. I'm not trying to get him arrested or anything. You can't get him arrested. But um, <laughs> you're out of luck. Yeah. You're out of luck. The rule on this, what, what's the rule on this? What did you learn from this? Come on. What is it, Kevin? Uh, stick on them about your money. Get paid right away. Don't wait over a year. You got that? Somebody owes you money, especially wages. You jump on it right away. Call the labor board. Somehow, the longer it goes, somebody owes you money, and, and the more time it takes them to pay you, I think the less inclined they are to pay you, they start to forget that they owe you money. You know what I mean? Maybe they think you owe them money. That's the way it works out there. You know, it's really true. You ask somebody to put their hand in their pocket and take it out and give you money, you're asking them to commit an unnatural act. Who wants to do that? Okay, that's it for today's show. By the way, we've got a couple of years of shows. If you want to go back and look at them, they're all there in iTunes, you know. Um, they're even on my webpage at lentillum.com. One a day is fine, too. We're going to keep pumping them out. I'll let you know when the phones come in and you can start calling. Good show today. Come back tomorrow for more. Rate me on iTunes, please. Take care. See you tomorrow.